This show is silly. Now, we sitting here with over $300,000 of cold, hard, unmarked U.S. cash spent up five ways. I'm going to tell you something. Mm. Now, you make me miscount again, and I'm going to shoot me a motherfucker. We've been spending this thing in four ways, you hear? Fake-ass preacher don't remember having a motherfucker. Keith David. Keith David. David, David Keith. I don't know. because yeah, Keith David. Keith David. Brother is a singer. I actually did a show with Shame, Keith David. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Did a show with that brother. With Keith David. Keith David did a show with him. Um, Billy, I'm going to hold my drink up. Would you be so kind as to do a toast with me? Mm, oh, yeah, man. I'm definitely going to do a toast with because you. Because I'm not, I'm not going to start shit. Mm -hmm. I would be so disrespectful as to try to start a show. Right. Without acknowledging. Some people. Some people that are intricate, uh, dynamic parts of what make this locomotion of Did You Miss Me moves. Yeah. Ernest. Yo. Samo. What up? Bro, listen to me. We couldn't It'll do never it. get old. Uh -uh. It'll never get old. Let me tell you why I never get old. Why? We tried to do it without y'all. And it didn't work. And y'all forbade us <laughs> to put that episode out. Y'all didn't. I don't think they even put it out. They did. It's a lot of shit didn't get put out. It's a lot. And we said we were, we were very rebellious. Put that shit out. We were on ecstasy. A lot of drugs. We, we, we were on, on ecstasy. And, and we did that episode with Zero. And if you get a chance to watch it, we were definitely on ecstasy. You can see that. And we thought, and I think we still think to this day, that was an outstanding episode. <laughs> we definitely did it. I think we, I thought we killed it. Killed it. And Jordan um, thought we killed it. I don't know if you noticed, but uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, but Zero uh, told me that uh, when I was in Houston, the episode that we did, yeah. <clears throat> the episode that we did with him, he got a check from a sponsor for thirty thousand dollars. He said he felt bad uh, that he didn't give any as any money to us. <laughs> that's what zero US said. Dollars. What? Zero said he said something about when he was doing the the, the Cody story. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody reached out. I don't know what he said. He said something. Yeah. And they cut him a check for 30000 And he seen me. He said, yeah, man, uh, I wanted to holler at you and let y'all know, man, like, this little company had hit me up and, you know, heard me or whatever. And uh, nigga cut a motherfucking check for 30000 you know what I mean? Like, I felt bad because I wanted to give you and Billy something and just left it at that. Like, <laughs> like, like he couldn't to. still give us something. Like, yeah, I'm like, bro, we could, we still could take it. But, um... Those episodes we thought were great, and Ernest and Simon uh, begged to differ. So yeah. I don't know if y'all ever be able to get any of that content because it was a lot. We did like three or four shows. We got shows on the road. We got the road. We did. We were on ecstasy. I know we did more than three shows. Yeah. Then we were stuck in the rain, and then we so did we had to stay there. And Jamon. We stayed there. So one thing I learned though, zero fans. I'm not you two niggas fans. They're not happy <laughs> with y'all. Oh, because we told you. They were sitting too close to the nigga. They were very protective of zero. Really? They didn't know who these Let fucking... that nigga talk, man. Who is these Why fucking Yahoo's? Not, not letting zero talk, man. Hey, they was tearing our ass out the frame. Oh, nigga, they was not. Oh, man. Y'all gotta go check them comments out. They was tearing us <laughs> out the goddamn frame. Shit, man. But yeah, man. Hey, bro. Thank y'all, bro. We can't do shit without y'all. We can't. We cannot do it. You know who you know you talked about zero. 
Last time I was in Houston, Zero took me out. Uh, he, first of all, I had a show. He came and picked me up, took me to me. I saw that show. show that, that recently that was promo. Yeah. Yeah. So after it, we uh. You brought him out. Yeah, no, that was the con- that was the concert. That's a that's a. That was clean. A, yeah, I was clean. That was night. clean, boy. Yeah, I was cleaner than a clap doctor. You were. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I was real clean. You I were was sharper than Tom at Dick's funeral. You were that too. Yeah, I was clean. Yeah, I was so sharp I could hit but a roach in the corner. Also that. Yeah, yeah, uh, I was cleaner than a Mexican hitman. You were sharper than that. You actually yeah. sharper than that. Yeah, sharp. Yeah, I was I was Ginsu nine thousand sharp. You are aerodynamic Ginsu 3000 sharp. There it is. So I'm real sharp. That night, me and Zero, we hit my favorite place. We in Onyx. We running that thing. I walk in. Money Mike, little short dude, you see him when you get there. He walks me in, takes me to my section. Immediately, it's ass everywhere. It's ass everywhere. But see, there's not nothing to do It's a lot of it's ass, a lot of ass in, in Texas. And, this, and these are my friends. These women are Gosh, living, how did y'all do it, shaking their ass. Simon, how did y'all do it? You know how we did it? How? With a smile, nigga. That's how we did That's it. That's how you did it. Because we loved it. Ass shaking everywhere. I've lost Zero because this is how me and Zero's relationship is. We ride places together. We ride together. We die together. Bad boys for life. But mm-hmm. there's a chance I may not see him the rest of the night. Big chance. I roll with you. I may not see you just time to go back to the, to the Gladiator. I'm in there. I don't know where Zero is. I found myself tucked off in the back in the VIP corner. Mm-hmm. Got two girls dancing on me. As you should. Now, you should have two. You should I, have more than I, that. I hit Courtney on the FaceTime. I said, hey. Call her. Please call her. I said, baby. Yeah. I'm sure what's going on over I'm here. I'm out here. I'm out here. You see, you see there's two things over here with me. I'm about to order this, seat, this, uh, this platter, this appetizer platter. And she starts laughing. She was like, are they dancing? You having a good time? I said, yeah, baby. I'm having a good time. That's a great relationship. Man, it's cool. And if y'all want a great relationship like that, give, give us a call. 323-385-9734. We'll get somebody over there to you. Hold tight. Listen, stop giving up on faith. Just hold tight. So what ends up happening is this particular night is after the Snoop concert uh, and, and play. Mm-hmm. So castmates from the play done showed up. And I text them. They come over to the section. Now it's a party. Zero's still over there where he is by the bar. I roll with Zero. Boy, my castmate comes. We in there. We deep. Uh... Eric Benet comes in there. He on the low. He want to take his shoes off. I was about to ask if he had shoes on. He got he shoes, shoes on. on. I said it ain't that clean. Either. How long did he have shoes on? Did all the he... whole night. But he wanted to take them off. Right. So uh, we all in this section, everybody having a good time. Uh, I end up getting drunk. And I mean real drunk. So drunk, in fact, I found myself pissing behind Zero's truck onto somebody else's car. Oh. Yeah, I'm pissing. It's one of them pisses that it's got to come out or I'm going to piss myself. That's how drunk I am. Now, Zero's talking, people letting out. I'm pissing. Now, this piss is going not directly on the, the, the body of the car. Do you care if anybody sees you? I don't give a fuck. That's a good state. I'm, I'm That's a good state to be in. I, I, in my That's brain, as I'm pissing, I'm wetting this tire up because it was dry. This shit ain't happening. I'm no helping you. I'm helping you out. Your shit fucked up. I'm pissing all in the all in that little area, the dark area. Had it not been for my piss, this shit would have been. Dusty. Your shit is bone dry. So, as I'm pissing, I feel a, a presence over me. The nigga, whose car it is? Oh shit! Right behind me. I said, uh, "Hey man, better out than in." I'm not thinking this is his car. He just happened to be a nigga that's right there. But this is who it is. Right. He said, man, all y'all niggas wild tonight, huh? 
walks away from the car, steps in the back, starts motioning for his homeboy to come over. I'm still pissing. Now I'm looking at him. I'm pissing. I'm looking at him. I'm pissing. I'm looking at him. Now I'm just like, oh, shit. This this nigga car. Because I'm sobering up, realizing I'm pissing in somebody's car. But I'm still pissing. So I stopped pissing. Pulled my dick, trying to pull it up, walking away. But I'm right here next to Zero's car. So all I got to do is get in when he get there. But Zero is not all the way out yet. He on the other side of the building. Niggas like, man, so you niggas just think y'all gonna come over here and piss on my car, huh? Mm. First of all, who is y'all niggas? It's just me who pissed. It's one pissing. Didn't know it was your car. I don't know why you taking this shit so personal. He's like, y'all niggas always with that shit when a nigga come to this side of town. I said, who is, who is y'all niggas? Next person I see is Lil Calvin. Lil Calvin is from Mo City. But look, Calvin is little. He's Emmanuel Lewis Ayers, like four foot one, maybe. Okay, Three eleven, Cal. four one. Grown man in the face. Mm-hmm. Little baby boy body. <laughs> I want you, I want you, it's all right, look Calvin. Okay, the real look real Calvin. Digger. The real look Calvin. All I hear from Calvin is, man, you whole ass nigga don't want no smoke. I say, oh, Calvin, boy, Wallet. Oh, yeah, That's why wild. he said, y'all. Because Calvin was sitting back there the whole goddamn time seeing me pissing on his, the man's car. Right. So he said, y'all whole ass niggas don't want no smoke. The nigga who he's waving for, his partner comes over. He's a decent sized nigga. Now I'm like, look, I got the nigga that I'm, that's, this situation's about. But look, Calvin gonna get his ass tossed up. Like Clean out the frame. A Mexican pinata. Clean out, out the frame, look, Calvin. He gonna get his ass tore out the goddamn frame. So now the nigga's talking shit. Oh man, this whole ass nigga gonna piss on my, piss on my car. Calvin said, he ain't know it's your goddamn car, man. The nigga drunk. You see, he fucked up. But what y'all whole ass niggas want to do? Second threat that this nigga done made. Oh, shit. And I, I'm definitely trying to figure out who's finna cash this check of ass whooping that he's, that he's throwing out. But unbeknownst to me, people are showing up behind us. Uh, Milton, hustle fit, big swole nigga. Calvin's still talking shit. And I know Calvin is saying shit that's not cool. Milton is behind me. Zero's behind me. And two niggas that came with Milton is behind them. So it's six niggas. Calvin's still talking shit. I don't see all of them. But these two niggas right here is bowing down. Now I'm really like, why is this nigga Calvin still talking? Because it's just us two. I just don't know. It's the goddamn Verizon people behind us. Right. So I say, Cal, you might want to chill. But these niggas might want to take off on us. And at that moment, I hear, well, let the whole ass nigga swing. Look back, Zero right there. It's the whole cavalry that came in. And Zero looked me dead in my eyes and said to me, Did you miss me? God damn it, Zero. Welcome to the goddamn show. Hey, man, I'm D-Late. I'm Billy Surreals. This is Did You Miss Me podcast, man, the hottest goddamn storytelling podcast in the goddamn game. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Y'all seen Ernest and Simon on the back. Can't do shit without them people. Thanksgiving, hey, man. man. You know, it's the time to thank. Now, you don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Nah, man. That really wasn't shit you was fucking with. I don't celebrate the slaughter of a people. I see what you're saying. Let them sit. Let them sit in that for a minute. The That's Native Americans. That's right. That's what it was about. It was scalping Indians and and just being. Dis- it was a law. You could you could actually you could get rewarded for scalping an Indian. It was a big thing. It was that was that was Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah and I see what you're saying. people have gotten they mean it, you know put it in a different meaning. It was like, well, we put it into our own form. Okay, cool. But why are you doing it on the same day that everybody was doing it on? The same day that they was doing that on. Mm-hmm. So you're still paying homage to the same thing. So I believe in giving thanks, but I don't believe in giving thanks on that day. However, I used to celebrate Thanksgiving. 
Mm. It's eat all kind of shit. Yeah, that Thanksgiving is a day where you can blood gluttonously oh, fill your shit. belly with all of the best tastings all around. Kind of shit. Now let me tell you something. Now, every woman in my family can cook. Let's let's make no mistake about it. Mm-hmm. My sister can cook. Mm-hmm. My auntie can cook. That's my auntie Marie that raised me. Marie. Yeah. She can cook. Can't pronounce none of the shit she cooking. Yeah. Swim swimp feshashini. Uh, swimp feshashini. Swimp feshashini. What's it again? <laughs> swimp feshashini. Okay. Don't you fucking try to correct it either. No, nope, I, I swimps. Don't come in there with this fancy shrimp shit. Swimps. Swimps. That's what it is. I ain't saying shit about it. Everybody can cook. Everybody know what it is. So we got a Thanksgiving going on. I'm in my teenage years. My cousin Conda just got married. Uh-huh. Seconda is what her real name is. But Conda is what we call her. Everybody is happy for It's our first Thanksgiving being married. Everybody's excited. My auntie gonna cook. She gonna whip up the best goddamn meal you ever had in your life. Mm-hmm. My auntie been cooking probably since she been five. Right. They grew up fast early. They had to do early shit. They had to do shit early, fast. My auntie gonna cook everything. We just need somebody to bake the goddamn ham. Okay. Conda? Bake that goddamn ham. You the ham baker. Conda gonna bake the ham. Ain't nobody tripping. All the goddamn women in the family could cook, so ain't nobody questioning shit. So, the day before, my auntie, my auntie cooking everything. She got mm-hmm. dressing, she got a turkey, she got potato salad, she got another side of dressing for uh, uh, people that don't eat certain shit. Cranberry sauce, she got fucking Hawaiian rolls. Sweet potato pies, mm-hmm. pecan pie, yeah. Kool-Aid, Keep purple Kool-Aid, them. watermelon Kool-Aid, some lemony shit that she just created on her own. Mm-hmm. I don't, we don't even ask. We just drink it because it's sweet. Mm-hmm. It's all kind of shit. Everybody's going to show up at my auntie house and eat 12 o'clock on Thanksgiving. We're going to watch the game. going to watch yep. the Bayou Classic. Right. We're going to eat. It's going to have a fucking merry time. Right. Everybody over there. Now, my cousin, my uncle Sherman, mm-hmm. is from Michigan, Saginaw, Michigan. He's about five foot three. He still wears a curl. Still got that curl. Sherman, sharp tongue, real sharp tongue. Yeah. Gonna say what's on his mind. Mm-hmm. Don't give a fuck who he offend. I said it. Y'all seen it. That's what the fuck it is. Nigga, still get a curl. Don't want no other hairstyle. Still get a curl. Right. About 130 pounds. Mm-hmm. Little light-skinned dude. Still rocking this motherfucking curl. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see my Uncle Sherman. Fuck everything else. I want to see that nigga. That's what I want Thanksgiving to be about. I want to see him. We all get there. Everybody's coming around. Before that, the, the, the gathering at 12 o'clock, that night, my Annie Marie called Conda, said, hey, Conda, just making sure... Everything will be good. 12 o'clock. Everybody be here. Kind of said, yeah, I'm already baking the ham. I start baking at 12 o'clock. It should be done around 6. A ham does not take that long. To bake. To bake. Mm-mm. So we kind of like trying to brush it off. She said, yeah, 
and I had to go ahead and season it first and make sure everything was good. Mm. My auntie says, you try to do what? I'm trying to season it. What you, why are you seasoning it? She said, I've seen something on YouTube where I need to season a little bit and it give it a little more spice to it. And it give it a different flavor taste. It give it, what? My auntie don't know shit about no fucking YouTube. She don't know you can look at shit on YouTube and, and emulate it in real life. Yeah, yeah. By any old school, she don't know shit about no fucking YouTube. Cut to next day, everybody at the house, all the food is there, kind of show up, got the ham. She got her and her two kids, her two boys, mm-hmm. everybody there. We're sitting around, praying over the food, all this food there, everybody there. I see my Uncle Sherman, this motherfucker got a silk shirt on with the motherfucking curl. A juicy ass curl, like it's like you don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's as long as it's a new curl, mm-hmm. nigga. That's the that's the shit. It's like getting a dope like that right there. Yeah, that's the new curl. That's the brand new curl. That's we sitting in there. They start cutting up the ham, oh, putting it on man. the plate. Yeah, Sherman take a bite. You hear all the cattle of the you know plates, clean, clean, clean plate. Sherman, take a bite. What the fuck is this? Oh, yeah. What the fuck is this? That's a live one. Sherman, watch your mouth. No, no, no. Who made the motherfucking ham? Sherman don't give a fuck. He wonder who made the motherfucking ham. Who made the motherfucking ham? <laughs> right now. Condom made the ham. The fuck you did to this ham? I did. I seasoned it. Who the fuck seasoned ham? <laughs> Sh- what I seen it on YouTube where you season a ham and you can get more flavor. I don't give a fuck where you seen it at. Ain't nobody ever seasoned no motherfucking ham. Why you season a motherfucking ham? So everybody trying to calm mm-hmm. him down. Yeah. He don't give a fuck no more. Yeah. The ham had been seasoned. This dinner's done. There's nothing else to be done. Conda's sitting around. She's trying. Listen, let me tell you something. The worst thing you want to do is try to see somebody. She knows it's fucked up. Yeah. But you need to eat it to make everybody feel like. It's, it's okay, okay to eat. eat this shit. No, bitch. You seasoned a ham. Yeah. And you done fucked up the whole game. And Whoop. Fuck a ham up. Let me tell you something. The worst, the worst, and to me probably the funniest Thanksgiving I ever had, that nigga cussed her out for seasoning a goddamn ham. And when you season a ham. How do you season that ham? You season a ham. It's a special place for you. Uh, you know, this last Thanksgiving we had was interesting, man. Uh, this one last year, um, it, it was it was our first Thanksgiving without my dad. So, you know, it was right after all the fanfare. So we were just trying to get through the day, and uh, family was coming in. People that couldn't really come and kick it for the for during the funeral, they came and kicked it with us. Mm-hmm. Now at this time, I I have heavily started doing cocaine, heavily. How many times a day? Uh, twice twice a day. I'm still drinking heavily. But I'm, I'm cocaine. How much did cocaine cost you? Well, let me tell you what happened. Uh, I ended up getting about four grams of cocaine throughout the funeral procession of my daddy. Different niggas gave me different shit. They were just giving to it. That's giving me drugs, different shit. Grief coke. Pills, gr- grief coke. And, and see, you don't know about grief coke until grief coke comes <laughs> out. Until you grieve it. And see, once you, once you accept the grief coke... Wait a minute. Yeah, Wait. The niggas gave you grief coke. Yeah. Now I told All right. you, mama's, mama's homeboy, Uncle Rob, was the coke man the whole time. Now, for those of you who don't know that story, 
uh, a couple holidays ago because my mama throws four parties a year. She throws Thanksgiving showdown, mm. Christmas Eve joint, New Year's. Turn off your mic. I'm sorry. New Year's. Then it's her birthday weekend. Mm. All them shits is like in the house. It's going down. Mm-hmm. It's going down, down. And then don't fuck around. Just have a random cowboy game. My 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 stepdad is black. He's from East Texas. She man, she we gonna watch the game, man. Come on through here, man. Fuck around, you know. Do a little bit, shit, you know. Play, kick it, you know. So this particular time, which is the first time I found out about Uncle Rob, uh, it was a cowboy game. We was over there drinking, smoking, playing. Now me and my mom smoked weed together. She it was part of how she helped fight her cancer. So. uh Everything going good. My auntie refused to do anything, by the way. Yeah. That my auntie got cancer and she won't take shit. Yeah. Told me she looked on the internet. Yeah. You looked on the internet. On the internet. I looked on the internet and the Facebook. The Facebook. And I already seen that a lot of this stuff don't agree with my body. Okay, yeah. So I'm going to do chemo. Yeah, let that, let that radiation do its thing. So I was like... But she's actually doing better. Sometimes it may work for some people. It, it, some people shit works, some people don't. My mom be real so she know, did right. quiet over battling this. You know, she's had two mastectomies. She's had uh, different lymph nodes removed from her body. She's had different cysts and mass, like multiple surgeries. She had it built up on her back. Cancer, battling this thing. You know, herbs, interferon, radiation treatment. So... My mom was so private about it, she didn't want to make that whole fanfare, like, crying and none of that shit. Like, she just dealt with it. Like, we knew she was going to take the shit, but I was like, damn, you know, when is she doing this shit? She taking her treatment. She don't want nobody to go. She go in there. She do her shit. She throw up. She feel whatever. But she ain't doing that in front of us. Right. We ain't seeing none of this. So, we smoke. We smoking together. And so, the, the blunt's coming around. I'm playing dominoes with Black. My mama's sitting next to Black. Uncle Rob is on the other side. There's a couple people around, a couple ladies around. Uncle Tree is there. We all playing dominoes. Boom, 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 boom. Blunt comes to me. I hit it. It's getting low. Bob says, hell, Rob, roll another one up. She said, he said, I'm already on it, child. Okay, good. Make sure you put some extra candy on it this time. I ain't paying attention. Mm-mm. I heard it. But, but I heard candy. Mm-hmm. I just glance over. I ain't tripping. I'm hot. We got the blunt coming. What's what's going to be happening right now? See, Rob reaching his top pocket. Put out a dollar. Dollar got cocaine in it. Drops that down the, the top of the blunt. Close that motherfucker up. Lights it back up. Spins it around. Now the blunt's going around. Everybody hitting the goddamn blunt. Blunt make it's two people away from me. It's my mama and black. Then it's going to be on me. Mm-hmm. I leaned over to black. I said, the last one was like that. Oh, yeah, you couldn't taste it? Now I know I'm high. Mm-hmm. High, high. Because I done hit this motherfucker. So, Blunt gets to me. Now, I'm inadvertently, I'm in the smoking cocaine game on top of doing cocaine you're in privately. The, you're in the game. Now, I didn't know this. So, now we got to have a conversation. Mama told me, hey, look, you know, be smart. Go too hard. You fuck around dying. I ain't got nothing to do with that shit. <laughs> Gangster shit, she told me. She's smoking with him. What do you mean you have nothing to do with it? Say, Go too hard, go too wild with that shit, you fuck around and die. I ain't got nothing to do with it. I ain't got nothing to do with that shit. And that's the G shit she told me. And I said, 
Oh, okay. Okay. I guess this is the time to, to say that. Now, you need something, you go to Rob. You don't hear getting the bullshit out in the street. Uh, well, all right, Uncle Rob, didn't know you had was cocaine. Thought you was really here for family value, but right. moral support is also important as well. So, this Thanksgiving, I got the grief coke on me, but I'm running through that grief coke. Mm. I'm up. I'm doing everything. But you can always get more grief I'm coke. Throwing, I'm playing with the dog in the back. You can always get more grief coke. You can get more grief coke, because all I got to do is say, hey, I need Hey, man, something. I walk around with your obituary. Yeah. But hey, listen, man, look. What you mean, no? This oh, you niggas treating... I'm not even in that. It's, it's right now. Like it's this. not a question. Whatever I need. They giving it, it to you. So, yeah, man, I really want to get some. So, man, I'm... Are you asking for it or are you just providing it? No, no. I'm asking for it now from Rob. Okay. I'm telling him, hey, I need... Hey, come make sure you come... When you come through tonight, bring something for me because I need something for me. So, I'm already high. I didn't... Wrap you weed up. high or you... you oh, I'm you all... Grief, I'm all... Grief coke high. I'm weed coke, Hennessy high. Full of life. Grief, high. coke, Hennessy, and weed. Yeah. And me and my wife having a lot of sex during this okay. time. Okay. Grief, sex. Do what you want to do. Grief, sex. You got to have the grief, sex. Yeah. So you have, we, I think it goes hand in hand, too. I'm, 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 I'm feeling good. Right. So, it's Thanksgiving. The kids are around. They ain't seen me do shit, but I'm wrapping gifts. I done already uh, started helping put up the Christmas lights. Helped put up the Christmas tree. Got the ornaments up. Went in the back, played with the dog. And I got some barbecue going because I put on some ribs. I wanted to smoke the ribs down. So it's a good day. Carrie, the next door neighbor, he's coming over to kick it with us. So we're going to chill. Game is on. Cowboys is playing. Everybody's having a good time. It's a good Thanksgiving. We're having a great time. Yeah, my daddy ain't there, but fuck it. I'm cracking jokes. We're in a good space. Everybody laughing. Everybody cool. Everybody wants to get me fucked up. And I'm telling them now, y'all niggas can't drink with me, especially when I got cocaine in my system, because now mm. I'm drinking like a fish. If you didn't know, cocaine gives you special powers, just like uh, Molly does. You can eat, you can literally suck down liquor all night long and it just don't have no effect on me. How much cocaine have you done at this point? I'm I'm a neighbor and say I probably got about two and a half grams of cocaine in my system at this point. Okay. Right now. Cause I had a whole bunch left over and then Rob brought me some more and then I had some So you got left. excess grief coke. I got a lot of grief coke. So uh Carrie, white boy, next door to my it's always a white boy that's in a cocaine story. That nigga's just beating it. Now, Carrie is, is good for two things. What is Carrie? Carrie is going to make sure I tell him everywhere that I've been. He wants to know that in detail. Okay. He's from East Texas as well. He's going to also give me... Seems a like whiskey. a good guy. He's a great guy. Mm -hmm. He's uh he's about 6'3", about three, 360, 375. Yeah. Big white boy. Got an ATV off-road vehicle. All that shit. He got all the toys in there. He got a golf cart with monster truck tires on it. He got all the off-road shit. He, he got, come from a good family. He got, he got a, uh, a He's got mom girl. and dad. Oh, he had mama, daddy, papa, oh, grandma, got the whole, yeah. everybody. Seems like it. Yeah. He got an ATV. Good, good redneck white boy. Hell, Billy, man, I'm so proud of you, man. You came out here, man. I, I seen your show. Just want to see you flourish. Hey, man, look, let me tell you something, man. You know, your daddy's gone, but your pa, I lost my pa. When I lost my pa, I lost a piece of myself. But let me tell you something. I love myself and I love you, Billy. You're a good guy. You just just hold on. You ride some rough, rocky road. You know, sometimes as I'm drinking and I'm smoking and I'm doing things, I have to remind myself one thing. Jesus Christ is the reason I'm able to go through this the way I'm doing it. I get you, Carrie. I'm with you, Carrie. I'm down for you, Carrie. Carrie brought me a brisket. This brisket is the most tender goddamn brisket. Also brought me some ribs. Then Carrie also brought off a big-ass pot of chili. So I now, because I'm high in lit i start eating the ribs eating the brisket eating the goddamn chili i eat all of that 
I'm getting fooled. Carrie and I having a good time. A little bit more cocaine comes out. Grief coke. Some more grief coke. Grief coke comes out. I don't exactly know who pulled it out. I thought it was Rob. Maybe I'm not sure, but it ends up getting out. Might have been for me. I don't know. There's a lot. It was a lot going on. I'm having a good time. Carrie gets some of the coke. He's like, I get one with you, buddy. Boom. Now we lit. Now we having a good time. The game is on. We talking shit. We yelling at the TV. My stepdaddy black. He lit. All of a sudden, we talking shit at the TV for the game. Mm-hmm. He's like, Carrie says, them Cowboys ain't going to be able to do a goddamn thing. Black says, shit, bullshit. Cowboys going to run up through the goddamn Texans. And we look back at Carrie. Carrie's like this. Carrie gone. Carrie gone. Carrie's snoring. Sitting straight up. Stop breathing. Just like that. Like, and he stopped right there. We look. Everybody look. Carrie's face started turning red. Now black high. Black is high. He on. He up there and drunk. He up there. We all look around. Carrie's wife says, "We got to do something." He ain't breathing. Oh, I know what. I see Reggie walking over to him. I'm like, okay, we got to try and lay him down to do CPR. Mm-hmm. Reggie, with all of his strength. Reaches back, slaps the shit out of Carrie. Right. Slaps the cowboy shit out of Carrie. Fire! Everybody was like, <gasps> Carrie just. I'm looking like, oh, he just slapped shit out of this white boy. We going right. to jail. Right. We going to jail. This yes, white boy white died boy. here. He's like, hey, some bitch. Bah! Slapped him again. <laughs> Carrie comes to, hits a knee, and then we roll him over and lay him down. Carrie now gotta go to the hospital. He ain't right. We worried. Carrie goes to the hospital. Jessica takes him out. We spend the rest of the night, up all night, talking about how Reggie slapped the dog shit out of his man. Goddamn right. And how high he was because he slapped shit out of him. Now Reggie is talking like he's a fucking 9 11 hero. Yeah, <laughs> man, shit, man. See, y'all motherfuckers, man, y'all don't know about me because uh... Now, let me tell you two things about Reggie. I've said this before on this show. When Reggie gets drunk and or high, he is going to embellish his lifestyle that he was a dope kingpin. These are specific lies. They are going to mirror storylines of stories you already know, but that's just what he does. And he embellishes his lifestyle being a dope kingpin in Tyler, Texas. I want you to understand this. That's one thing he's going to do. And Reggie knows everybody. I don't give a fuck who you say. He met him and got a story about how he met him and what he's connected Reggie to. Reggie know him. Once he's drunk. It's not. It's no no holes bar. So now everybody was like, "Man, Reggie, you crazy stabbing that man like that?" See, you know, I ain't told y'all before. You know, I uh, I was volunteer down in the fire department down there in Tyler, man. You know, I was a VFW. You know, and uh, you know that's how I knew what was going on in the streets. Cause when I'm at the fire department, they are, they got the police scanner and they know who they looking for. They looking for me. Now when they were looking for me, I had to take all my cars. Drive them all the way, all the way down to Dallas, park them down there just so, you know, the shit clear out, calm down. How many cars you had? I had seven cars. You got your fucking mind, you had no seven cars. But in this story, Reggie got seven cars. Give him the seven. Now he lying. And I know he lying, and I'm high, and I don't want to hear this shit because I know he lying. Now he got everybody else drawing all in because this it's holiday time, so this is Reggie's tell story time. Mm-hmm. And see, you know, um, 
this type of shit like this, man, you know, instant catch in. You know, everybody else was scared. And um, I wasn't scared, you know, because as a fire department EMT, I seen a lot of whole lot of fucked up shit, man. You know, I had to actually dive in because a car had drove off a bridge going from John Tyler High School all the way over the creek. I had to dive in there, man. I saved the whole family of five people, man. Pulled them open out the car. I went, dove back in, saved the mama. Dove back in, saved the baby. This is nigga. Dove back in. Because, you know, at Tyler, you know, I was one of the first black swimmers that was there. I said, man, this nigga full of shit. He ain't saved no <laughs> fucking five people. But, you know, my mama got friends that's there. <laughs> this nigga full of shit. He ain't saved no five people. <laughs> <laughs> my mama friend, V. <laughs> Lying ass v, nigga. V is from... Mississippi. V is from Meridian, Mississippi. V is a very country nigga, but he like shut in country, like ain't experienced a lot. So this is big shit to him that Reggie saved these five people. So he's standing <laughs> this close to his face. But he did. He did. Man, he went back in there five times, saved them people. Man, you a bad motherfucker, Black. I done told you before you a bad motherfucker. So Reggie's still telling the story. Everybody engaged. I'm like, he full of shit. He ain't saved no fucking five people. I know he ain't saved no fucking five people. See, you know, you that never met no Martin Luther King. <laughs> oh, but, but, but no, he got a hype man hyping him up. V is with it. Right. V is right with Reggie. So Reggie was like, man, you know, so I knew he was going through something. You know, I seen it in his face. And, you know, you know once, you know, because at, at my school with John Tyler, I was actually on track to be a doctor. I was going to be a doctor. Like, you know, when people in the community would have babies, they would have me come and I would run hot water and put their feet in it. And then I would check to see when the babies was coming out. Because on the farm, I delivered all the calves that came out. And, you know, if you know anything about having a calf, it's the same thing as having a real baby. It's the same thing. They're just standing up and facing the opposite way. So if you flip the cow over and pull their legs up, it's the same thing as giving birth and watching a woman give birth. I practice delivering babies is an encyclopedia. by delivering calves. You know, only difference is you pull them out by their neck and their head and not by their feet. The calf you got to pull out by his feet. V, what V doing? Oh, man, shit, man. I, man, I knew you knew about that, man. So what you do next when you deliver the babies? Oh, man, you know, when you see all that blood, most people freak out. I don't freak out about that because that's just what I, I'm ready for. I'm, I'm ready to deal with that shit. Now I'm hot because... Reggie full of shit and I don't want to hear the story no more. I can't take it. I do some more cocaine. Grief coke. This is grief coke. Uh, at this time, the game is over. How much grief coke? We are approaching three grams. I told you I was at two and a half earlier. What time is it? It is about 2.25 a.m. Now, if you don't know if you're in my mama house. And three grams of grief coke. Yeah, it's in me. It's on my purse. It's been on my purse. It's on your place. Nice. It's, it's, it's in clearly me. on your place. So, I am now have started talking. First, I started talking shit about Reggie full of shit. Then I went outside and I started talking to my wife. My wife is trying to talk me out of this conversation that I'm trying to have because I have told her that there are aliens, in fact, that are going to come and get us. And we need to accept the fact that that's where people die. They come and get the body and then take our spirit. This is out of nowhere. You just hit her with this. Yeah, because that's what's on my mind right now. You felt that. And you know what? She was putting up with this conversation. She's going to deal with it. She's dealing with it. And, and that's what wives do. They, they put up. You got to hear that. I don't know. She don't, I know she don't want to hear that shit. You got to take so that. So I talk her until she falls asleep. It's nobody else left. It's Jordan. It's me. And it's Black. Black is now telling me a story about how he left when he was 22 years old and lived in Colombia and actually worked in the jungle harvesting coca leaves and chewing coca leaves 
and putting together heroin from scratch. Now this nigga's in a guerrilla mission, military faction as a black man from Tyler, Texas. Some now, bitch got a Spielberg memory. Let me tell you something. I want you to understand something. Reggie didn't have a passport until my mama got him one in the seven. <laughs> how the fuck he got out the goddamn country? You know how he got out the country? He didn't get out the country. Just full of fucking shit. And he full of shit. I'm going to tell you more about how my stepdaddy, who I love so much, is full of shit. We'll be back right after this more Did You Miss Me podcast. Yeah. What's up, everybody? I'm D-Lay. And I'm Billy Sorrells. This is the number one storytelling podcast in the world, people. We're here for you guys, and we're doing mm -hmm. something special. Patreon.com is a site that you guys need to check out. We're doing special things, exclusive things for you guys, mm -hmm. like uh, early access to some of the episodes. Yeah, man, most definitely. Bonus content that you wouldn't find anywhere else. Yes, discounted uh, 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 merchandise. Oh, yeah, we're giving away a lot of shit. People, you got to, but this is for, for some of our serious followers, our people that are really down with the Did You Miss Me podcast. We're doing these things for you guys. And if you're not familiar with Patreon, go in and we'll give you guys all the luxuries that Did You Miss Me Podcast And you know, what, you know how we know if they're real fans? How do we know? They know this number right here. 323-385-9734. We'll get somebody over there to you. So, uh, of course, it's me and Reggie up and it's now 4 a.m. And I just got through talking to Courtney about eight. Stop. Yeah. Stop, Billy. What? Bro, listen to me. When people fuck with Did You Miss Me, oh, they, they fuck, fuck with Did, did you, you Miss, miss me. me. Listen to me. This is the comment right here. What is hey, it? man. This is the fucking... Listen. Fan of the week. Fan of the week. We got to start having a fan of the week. You got to have Because them. they be protecting us. Because some people be some fuck boys out there. And they protect us. Yeah. Fan of the week goes to Determined Destiny Triumph. Mm. What'd he say? Whoever disliked this video can eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> eat a dick. Fan of the week, I say again, protect us. Whoever disliked this video, what you can do? Eat, eat a, a dick. dick. Hey, man. Hey, you deserving of that. Fan of the week, goddammit. Fan of, hey, listen, let's do, them, let's, get, let's do them something special. Let's send them something from uh, Patreon, like some exclusive, just, just a clip of some exclusive shit. Right. Some just for him. Shit. Let's just, and you know, we're going to start the fan of the week now. We're going to definitely start a fan of the week. We got we to, goddamn. Determined Destiny Triumph. Whoever disliked this, this video, video can, can eat, eat a, a dick. dick. And he, he said it from his heart. He said it from his heart. He said it fucking from his heart. We don't know if it's a man or a woman. Well, her, her heart. That person's heart. It definitely could be two times funny if it's a girl. It could, it man, listen to me. Because they don't have an actual dick. That deep. is so fucking funny. Man, they fuck with his heart. They and right under that, Simo, keep your head up, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, they fucks with us, nigga. They, they gonna check on you. Hey, bro, they fucks with us. Hey, bro, let me tell you what just, what just happened to me. I just left my boys. You was in New York? In Oklahoma. I was in Oklahoma first. And Caleb and JoJo are now into boxing. They boxing niggas. Them niggas cold, bro. I wish I had a son. They cold, bro. I ain't saying it because they're my sons, bro. You they really they cold, cold, bro. I watched them. You do a drill with them, you toss up an imaginary ball, and they do a combination, bruh. If y'all seen my Instagram stories, y'all seen some of the, what I'm talking about. They nice, bruh. You know what's gonna happen? They nice with it. It's gonna work out good for them, because they're gonna talk a lot of shit. They, they already yo. talk shit. So they gotta be able to fight. They already, I was worried about JoJo at first. 
Oh, shit, I was worried about that. But no, JoJo, oh, he got that lion. I was so happy to see him. So they were so excited to, you know, to, to you know, to play with me and hit me and, mm-hmm. and they hit me in my kidney. What'd he do to your kidney? Hey, bro, that hurt. <laughs> see, as a daddy, sometimes you gotta act like you're not hurt. Yeah. Cause you the daddy. But you was hurt. Nigga, that hurt, nigga, like my eyes watered. Yeah. My son hit me and my kid, and I was like, all right, boy, sit down now. <laughs> yeah. Sit down. Let me gather my goddamn self. Yeah. Me and my boys kick it, have a great time. I go to see my sister yeah. for a little for a little, a little time. Right. Because I got a lot, I got to leave out to New York. Yeah. Um, doing Salsa Con Fuego, Rob Stavitz's room in New York. So I spent an hour at my sister's house. Oh my gosh. Back the fuck up. It was cold as fuck in Tulsa. Mm. It was supposed to snow. Oh Tulsa my gosh, I just thought about something. Simo, I just fucking thought about something. What? I did have some fucking dilemma. I knew it. I knew I had some drama. I knew it couldn't be clean. I knew we couldn't. I knew it. Let me tell you what happened to me. I'm in Tulsa. Mm-hmm. I called my niece. Mm-hmm. I said, I need you to meet me at the halfway point of Tulsa in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Kia, my ex-wife, my amazing ex-wife, is going to bring me the other half. She said, I don't know if that's going to happen because I was expecting a lot of snow. The roads may not be yeah. sufficient. She's trying to bail on you. Really. She's really trying to fuck over me. She ain't trying to hear that shit. It was nice that day. Yeah. I don't believe in that. It may rain. I'm, I need to see that day when I show up. Is it going to snow? It snows like a motherfucker. Yeah. It snows like a motherfucking Tulsa. Yeah. I wake up, it's snowy. I'm in my hotel room. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Ex-wife hit me up. Yeah. Who had already planned mm-hmm. to take me halfway. Mm-hmm. She hits me up. My yeah. boy's in the hotel room with me. Right. My boy's like, man, if it snow, we don't have to go to school. So, dad, we can just kick it. Right. I'm like, cool. It's Tulsa. They're used to the snow. Right. Ex-wife called me, said, listen, snowing. She meant 6 o'clock in the morning. 6 a.m. It's snowing. School is still going for the boys. But you're going to have to catch a bus Ooh, to shit. Oklahoma City. Oh, shit. I already looked at the Greyhound tickets. They're $27. I'll pay for it, but I ain't gonna, I'm not driving you. Yeah. Said, Fuck it. Got to make it work. It makes sense. Can't jeopardize these people's shit. Go on, get on the goddamn Greyhound. Delayed and been on fuck. got his 30-minute special, been on HBO, been on Showtime, been on Comic View. I just bought a Greyhound ticket. Sorry, right, baby. Well, I'm, let me tell you something. Right there with you, don't worry. I just bought, Simo, a Greyhound ticket. How many Greyhound tickets you bought this year? In my life? Yeah. Two. I bought 11 Greyhound tickets this year. This year? This year. 11! Billy, I swallowed my pride. You got on that bitch, didn't you? I said, hey man, fuck that. Give a fuck if these people don't know me. If they know me, if they don't, it don't matter. The guy ain't finna jeopardize my fucking loved ones. Get on a motherfucking bus. You bought right. that ticket. And roll that shit on out. Bought that ticket. And you know, when you do that, that shows that you, you about being a daddy. Here's the deal, Billy. 
Look, it's a different traveling experience. Definitely a different traveling experience. That Greyhound will fuck you. If you've ever flown first class. And then ride Greyhound. And you ride Greyhound. It's a different traveling experience. So, swallow my pride. My flight, excuse me, (laughs) spoiled me. My bus, Mm -hmm. it hurts to say that. My bus is leaving at 6 p.m. Right. Right? So, I said, all right. To my boys, hey guys, drop me off at the bus station. My boys like, bus, nigga, you, bus. For twenty eight dollars, you can't turn that down. My son's looking like it. it's maybe in this experiment or something. We don't, we don't. My sons don't know nothing about prices. They don't know. Fuck it. I go in, hug my sons, hug my ex wife, get inside. I walk in. It's a lady, and her whole family, coughing like a motherfucker. Coughing like a motherfucker. They coughing this bitch up. Yeah. I walk in, I'm like, oh my gosh, these motherfuckers are coughing. The nigga behind the counter, nigga name is Lane. Mm-hmm. Fat black dude. If you in Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know who I'm talking Lane. Fat black dude, big neck, got his coat on, loud with everybody. Mm-hmm. Don't really want to be there. He getting into a full-out argument with a woman like he on the street. Right. Look, man, did you buy it online? Did you buy it online? Because mm-hmm. if you bought it online, you got to dispute it online. Because you ain't disputed it here. If you're going to dispute it here, you got to wait till 8 o'clock in the morning when the supervisors come in, ma'am. I am not the supervisor. Do you understand me? Ooh. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. What's your name? Lane, ma'am. My name is Lane. Mm-hmm. Lane. Been here 22 years. Lane, everybody know me. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, old man. Everybody know who the fuck Everybody, is. Lane. So you can write whoever you need to write. You say what you need to say. Bottom line is, you bought the ticket online. You can dispute it online. You understand me? Your name is Lane. My name is Lane, ma'am. Lane. That's my name. Yeah. 22 years. Gray hair. Check me. Go ahead. Lane know he got job security. Lane, Lane ain't man. tripping about you, white woman. He good. I walk up, humbled in the motherfucker. I already know Lane on one. I ain't really familiar with the bus etiquette and how everything goes down. So I'm really, I'm naive. Yeah. Say, how you doing, my brother? How you doing, brother? Lane. Yeah, how can I help you, brother? He ain't with the, he ain't with the fuckery. Mm-mm. He ain't no, with none of that. What you want? How can I help you, brother? I say, hey, my man, um, my, which bus are you on? Are you on the eight or are you in the nine? I was like, actually, I'm on the six o'clock. Well, the six has been pushed to the eight already. I said, the Oklahoma City bus? <sighs> like, I had been asking him this question. And he, you just should have <sighs> fucking known. The 6 o'clock has been pushed to the 8 o'clock. Now, what, what part of that you don't understand? Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, Lane going in on me. <laughs> don't give him that. Meanwhile, this coughing-ass family is fucking barking up and Germanizing this whole fucking bus band. Niggas is laying down out, just out in the open. It's like a slum village. Yeah, it's yeah. just all kind of... It's just... It just has poverty written all over it. Yeah. Bruh, I said, so, and pushed it back to 8 o'clock. Uh, so, is there another? He said, 8 o'clock. Now he loud talking me. Now this yeah. is on purpose. Yeah. 8 o'clock is when the next bus is supposed to arrive. Now you can hang around here or you can leave. And if you leave, come back about 725. Some people come back a little earlier, some people don't. Now if you don't come back at 725 and the bus comes earlier, or if that's on you. Now I'm telling you what time the bus is supposed to arrive. I'm like, all right, I'm going to leave. 
Call ex-wife. Hey, come back. She turned right back around, don't ask no questions. Go back outside. My boy jumped out. Like, what's happening? I was like, man, this bus is ain't, ain't going to stop. Yeah. It ain't going to come back to 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Cool. Go back, chill with my boys. Get back to the bus station. Yeah. 7.45. Because I'm a risk taker. Mm-hmm. I had to take a risk. You got to take the risk. He said, come back at 7.25. I don't believe you. I think I can beat it. Yeah. I think I can get there at 7.45 and I still make that bus. Because you're a gambler. Why not? And you got a problem. I do. Yeah. So, I get back there. Lane is getting into it with another motherfucker. Lane don't give a fuck about nothing. Lane is getting into it with another motherfucker. But it's a coworker. Well, I said the Kansas City bus is supposed to come there and people lined up for the Kansas City bus. This is not the Oklahoma City line. This is the Kansas City line. Lane, you know he got part. He got seniority of everybody. He got seniority. Because he's been there too long. He's been there. He's been there. So now it's 8 o'clock. The bus has showed up, right? Yeah. So now they're on the mic. Lane is on the mic. Mm-hmm. Lane ain't really got to be on that mic. No, he don't got to be. He, he ain't been mic. on the mic all night. But he, gonna, he on that now. He on that mic now. Yeah. Uh, we're lining up for Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City lining up. Lining up for Oklahoma City. If you're priority, step to the left. Priority step to the left. Also boarding, Kansas City. Kansas City, New Orleans. New Orleans, Jackson, Mississippi. Jackson, Mississippi. Moving up to Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City, priority board to the left. Getting there. He's, I don't know. The etiquette. I don't know. So I see the dude in front of me. He like scanning stuff. And I got my shit on the phone. I bought my ticket on the phone. These niggas bought their ticket in the bin. Yeah. In there, in there. So I got my phone. So I, my phone is out like this. And I walk up to him and he was like. I was like, I don't know. How can I scan the ticket? Come on, sir. There's people behind you. I was like. Oh, yeah. Whoa. How did you buy your ticket? This nigga's yelling at me like I'm a kid. You a child. How did you buy your ticket? I said, and I'm still trying to talk in the corner. I said, ask that boy online. Well, did you have, I should have to scan it online. Pull up the email. Lane is fucking, he's, this nigga is guardian in me. Guardian. He's my guardian. Yeah. I put it up, right? This nigga touched my screen. <laughs> and said, there it is right there. Beep. I was like, oh my God, this nigga is rude as fuck, nigga. When they rude like that? This nigga rude, nigga. Yeah. So now I, I go in, I was like, Oh shit, I don't know what am I supposed to do in my back. So I gotta go back. So I went back, this nigga is still going to the beep, beep. So I said, excuse me, Mr. Lane. Yeah. <sighs> what is it, sir? I was like, my bag. You put a tag on it. If I put a tag on the bag, then it goes under the bus. Every other tag has a butt. I said, oh Lord, this nigga is shitty. And I can't say nothing. Because it's my only trip out of here. You gotta get the fuck out of there. This is my. I gotta take you all this abuse. Shitting on you. I want to. you gonna get off that fuck out of lane? You yeah. understand me? Because yeah. this nigga is treating me like a little bitty boy. Yeah. And people are looking. Not that they notice me. They don't matter, nigga. They see this humiliation. I'm a grown ass man. This nigga is talking, and I gotta take it. So I walk away. And now I don't know. Do they come get my bag? Mm-hmm. Do I put the bag under there myself? So I say fuck. I got to go back and uh-uh. ask this nigga. Right. 
I go what back the fuck in happened there. to this bag? This nigga's still scanning. It's a line full of mother. This Greyhound, this nigga sitting on laps in this bitch. This pack. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna give a I fuck. Go I said, excuse me, Mr. Lane. Okay, now what is it now? <laughs> this nigga, now he didn't have it. Now, I don't know if it's close to his getting off time. I don't know how much time he got left, but this nigga has had it. Okay, now what is it now? I said, I miss, it's cold. It's 17 degrees. I just been sitting out there. I don't know if somebody, I know my bag's supposed to go, because you told me when you yelled that my bag's supposed to go under the bus. Do I put the bag, do I go put the bag under the bus, or do somebody come get the bag? Were you in priority, or were you in the regular line? I was like, you, you seen my ticket. You seen, you scanned it. You know, I was like, if you're not in priority, then you put the bag under there yourself. Listen, man, I got a lot of stuff going on, man. What else can I help you with, bro? What can I? Talking cash. This nigga shit. talking. I got to take it. You took it in. All of it in. Get on the bus, put my shit under there, drive all the way there. My flight is at 6 o'clock in the morning. So you got a layover. Mm-mm. I'm at my sister's house. She's oh. in Oklahoma City. Yeah. Two bam. In the morning. I lay down for a brief second. Bam, I'm up. Get on the flight, fly to New York City. New York City is still cold. I said, I check into my hotel. I need to give me a little bit of rest because I got a few engagements before that. Yeah. When I'm checking in, I see this black couple. Well, it's not a black couple. It's a Latina lady yeah. and a black dude. Yeah. Black brother. Now, six four. Now you in there, mm-hmm. and, and this is at the uh, at the airport. Mm-mm. I'm in New York City now. Oh, now you left there. And I'm in the hotel, hotel. Navian. I'm at the hotel Navian. Navian. You know, in New York City where they tear your ass clean out the frame. That's Manhattan. Yeah, you may pay $500 for a fucking closet. Yeah, you're going to pay that money for And they tore my ass out the frame at the Hotel Navian. You know? They tore my ass out that frame. They tear your ass out the frame anytime you go to ho- any hotel in New York, especially in the city of Manhattan. With 212, the hotel number got 212. You're going to get it, Playboy. You're going to get all of that. All of that finna get smacked on your motherfucking head. I see this little couple in there. Yeah. And they all smooching. They own each other. Right. They own each other strong. Mm-hmm. All in the lobby with it. Yeah. A man grabbing on the ass, fine little Latina thing. Yeah. Gripping on the ass, letting it on. This mine. Yeah. I'm on that thing. Cool. Check in. I noticed when it checked in, they had a no smoking sign. So where are you smoking at? I'm glad you asked. I'm smoking in the room. What is it? Don't smoke. And let me tell you why. Because it's cold. Oh, it's very cold. But in addition to that, I was savvy enough to know that if I keep talking to this dude, he'll forget to ask me for my credit card for incidentals. And they that won't. way you won't have any card on file. I can smoke crack in that bitch if I want to. Because <laughs> they yes, can't you charge can't do me nothing about it. Oh, when they, it's nothing like when they don't I get that reading it. I was reading it. I said, how you doing, man? He said, oh, everything is good. I said, man, it is cold out here. You know, I came from L.A. Man, we got LeBron. LeBron is in that thing, and he's running things. You know, I do my shit on Airbnb. I jack my prices up to $300 more extra than what I was trying to do through Airbnb. Yes, I do Airbnb. It's sort of like this, but my shit is a little bit more spacious. I got a loft, actually. Yeah. I'm still talking that boy head off. Talking his head That boy make it out. What the brings you to the down? I said, man, actually, I'm an entertainer. I'm a comedian. Oh, and on yeah. top of that, oh, you're a comedian? Yes. Give me the key, because I cannot hold it. I ain't got to piss. I ain't got to do nothing. You just want them keys. I need them keys. Give me them goddamn keys. Yeah. Get the keys upstairs. Mm-hmm. Shower. Yeah. Go do my engagements. Do my show. Come back to my hotel room. On my way back to my hotel room, I'm on the second floor. Yeah. 
right across from me, mm-hmm. clearly has to be that black couple. Yeah. Or the black man. Or the Latino. With the Latino. Yeah. He's fucking the shit out of this girl. Do you hear me? Fucking him good. He ripping this girl a brand new. He's ripping. Hi, 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 hi. He did not. He tearing her ass up. And you know, when you tearing shit up like that, you ain't going for you, 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 it's a special place. Oh, yeah. There's certain times in your life where you're going to be able to tear shit up like that. He in there, bro. He, and, you, and when you get one of them screamers, yes. all the ones that just over. Hi, hi. And if you know anything about L- in New York, them little wall, them walls be thin. Boy, them yeah. some little bitty thin ass walls. And the rooms be right close to each other. So you hear everything. And Didi, you know what else? Them thin walls remind me of something. Reminds me of how thin them walls was in my mama's house on Thanksgiving. Hold on. I get, hold on. Let me, let me get this. I got you. So they in there. I, they in there in the throes of passion. I got you. Listen. Listen, man, let me land this son of a bitch. Let me land. Let me land. Listen. So hear me, Billy, hear me. So the boy in there beating the brakes out the goddamn girl. I get in my room. I hear a white woman. Oh, my God. Knock it off. I'm like, oh, shit. The shit is going down. Knock it off. This girl sitting there, hi, 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 hi. This white woman said, I should not be able to hear you from my room. Oh boy, you're not. If he was throwing dick like this, you would. <laughs> Dog, this go on the whole night. I hear security come up there, knock on the door. This shit is still going on. Fuck it. I got an early flight. I'm getting out of there. It's checkout time. Mm-hmm. Right? I pack all my shit up. Everything's calm. It's quiet morning in New York City. It's cold as fuck. I need to check out, get to this goddamn airport. I get downstairs, who do I see? Your boyfriend. That goddamn couple. That Mexican girl sitting there in a whole sweatsuit, a pink sweatsuit with mm-hmm. the ass, with the pink on the oh, ass. Oh man. Shining. Shining pink. I said, boy, that's what you was doing. Yes, you was in. Boy, was you in was winning like that. He looked at me and I looked at him. And we felt it. We both felt the same thing. Kindred spirit. Kindred spirit. And he looked me dead in my eye and he said, did you miss me? God damn it. Took you around the world. Billy, I thought I know you, you thought I was going to get out of that thing. I, I knew you were going to get out of that thing. You know what's I, crazy? I had that thing cocked and ready for it. You know what's crazy? I knew you was going to get out of that thing. I knew you was. Uh, Real quick. Thanksgiving night. I'm still there. Reggie just started telling me these fucking stories and then make, making himself seem like a goddamn Colombian gorilla who mm-hmm. delivers heroin. Mr. V is still at our house. Mr. V has brought him a guest with him who is too young to be fucking with him. My mama's friend, V. Meridian, Mississippi. Mm. In town for the weekend. Got him a little chick. She works as a nurse in Houston. So they all there, turned up, all over each other. Mm -hmm. You know when you see a girl who basically is getting all the money she can get out of a nigga? Yeah. He ain't tripping. He giving all the money. He, he, hey, V ain't giving a fuck. This is the baddest thing ever happened to him. You know, but they don't get him like that in Meridian, Mississippi. You know why? Because he told us that the whole fucking night. They don't get him like that in Meridian. Real quick, my cousin Stacy Dawson was the finest girl in Alexandria, Louisiana. I think 
all the ballers fucked her. They had to. Yeah. They had to fuck her. She was the finest girl in <laughs> You know, when old niggas fuck girls like that. They were older. They were older than her. They had to fuck her. You know what they do? They, they, if I can tell you this without a, without a shadow of a doubt. If you're a woman watching this podcast at home and you're feeling like you don't like the way your body looks, yeah. you're feeling like I don't like the way my titties sit up, you're feeling like I don't like how my stomach is hanging over, yeah. I feel like I don't like who I really am, give us a call. 323-385-9734. We'll get somebody over there to you, especially an older guy. Wait. Because when, wait. You, when, you, when you feel that way, that's who you immediately need to go see, an old dude. Old dude's going to make you feel good and feel confident. How old, Billy? Anybody in their fifties, late fifties or sixties, mm. they gonna they gonna make you feel good. V had this woman in there, this little nurse bitch in there. I'm gonna tell you, nurses they is they is kinky, mm. cause she was first of all fucking with a nigga that at least was twenty years older than her. Be old, be old old. Couple checks, paid off Lexus. That's what he liked to floss on. Anytime a nigga pay his car off and then take pictures of it and keep it in his phone. Oh yeah. He got pictures of him in front of the car, car clean. <laughs> That nigga got a problem. Nigga had the Lexus with the car bra on it, just like my daddy did. Remember I told y'all we had the car bra? Yeah. Yeah, that that uh, LS250 or ES250 was a sh- the little baby the little baby Lexus with the with the coupe. Had yes. ES250, clean. Thing was real clean. Had it in his phone. We had that woman in there doing some nasty shit to her because me and Reggie went up there to go listen in because we knew you they weren't go going straight to sleep. You, you, know go how, you know how a woman gave you to look like? I want some dick tonight. So whenever you get done with doing what you're doing, she said, "I'm listening to all that bullshit Reggie was you talking take about." It, right? Because V was playing into it, and so she was waiting to get 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 that boy some some of that pussy tonight. So we up there listening. We hear him. V so nasty. V got this woman in there. We peeping. It's a little bitty crack in the door. They ain't close the door all the way. I don't know why he ain't trying to close it, but it's just enough for us to see what's going on in there. Me and Black, we fucked up. Now I told you we got all the grief cocaine in us. So got we, a lot of grief. Now cocaine. we some peeping toms. We're taking this on as, now you're as, as a stepfather and son. You guys are creeps now. No, yeah, we. This is, I feel like it's happening in our house. So you want us to know about it, right? This is man's house. He live here. Clearly, it's, it's my house now for the holidays. And y'all are strangers. Y'all in our goddamn house, fucking. So it's definitely time for us to watch. Oh yeah, let's on. watch some shit. Now V got his polo shirt on, no draws, pants down. Boy got his meat out. He across the room. Little chick he had in there. It's at my mama's house now. Holiday time, Thanksgiving. She laid up in the bed like this here. I can't see what's really going on in them covers, but she ain't the best built chick. Right. But she was cute enough. Right. For V. For v. v. And it's walked, Thanksgiving. V walked over there to her, slung the covers back. Cover just goes shooting across the bed. <laughs> she laid there. You see, she got a, she got her little panties pulled over to the side. In a Mona Lisa pose. Yeah. In a, in a just. <laughs> Confident to the motherfucker. Confident to the motherfucker. Hey. So, so me and Reggie, we sitting there peeping, looking. I said, "Ooh, what's going on over there?" V ass hollers out, "God damn, that's all right, right there. That's all right. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. That's all right. That is all right with me." Got his dick in his hand, talking about that's all right. Ooh, that is all right. That's all right with me. And it seemed like every time he walked over there to her, I was thinking he was going to start smashing. He walked back and stand at her, look at her again. That's all right. That is all right with me. God damn, that's all right. Look at all that. He goes over, runs his hands on her, fingers and then does this right here, does it again. And, and is, is he looking at it? I don't know what the fuck he doing. Me and Black, we dying laughing. We dying laughing. So now he just started having sex with the woman. 
but he got his knee up on the bed. He got a leg down and his knee up. And he leaning in it like this. Mm, 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 mm. Right. That's all right. That is all right with me. We we start with me. So hard. With me. <laughs> with me. That's all right. That with is me. all right with me. That's all right. God damn. He's steady saying that. I'm crying. This cocaine, this liquor is hitting me. I'm crying laughing. I'm not trying to hide it no more. Right. The, Reggie's foot kicks the door a little bit. The door slides open. Now, the door is like, it's sliding slow enough. I'm dying. Um, ah, ah, that's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Reggie laughing. V, oh, well, shit, goddamn, these niggas out here and shit. So <laughs> he walks over, tries to close the door closed. I see that this nigga got his dress socks still on. I said, V, might want to take them dress socks off, boy, before you have a slipping paw and tear your hip out of place. Because you slip on carpet with dress socks, nigga, it's over. <laughs> Me and Reggie are now laughing hysterically. We walk downstairs, we take two shots of this Don Julio. Then take a shot of some fucking moonshine that he brought in. And we start looking at the moonshine, talking about, talking to the moonshine. There's some good moonshine right here. They did what the fuck they need to do on that. He right. said, shit, boy, they damn sure did. Boy, they didn't knock my dick in the dirt. Man, I don't wanna go sleep, man. Your mama gonna be asleep, and I'm gonna be, everybody gonna be asleep. Me and me gonna do something, man. Shit, let's just, let's get some fresh air, man. I'm like, nigga, it's probably four o'clock in the morning, nigga. We, it's time to go to bed. Man, just go for a ride real quick. I'm gonna put some gas in the car. All right. I'm high, Reggie high. We going to put gas in the car my mama, Denali. Mama got a new ass Denali. All the gadgetry and the shit. We jumping in Denali. I look at the gas hand. Gas hand got half a tank. So I know Reggie just wanted to get the fuck out the house. Mm-hmm. We ride. It take a little while because we and Rocheron to ride to Highway 6 to get gas. Reggie doing 85. Passed right by a state trooper. I said, oh, this nigga wildin'. This nigga wildin', wildin'. He ain't slowing down. He said, yeah, man, Thanksgiving. People ain't worried about nothing. They want to see the line straight. So he's like, I ain't driving crooked. Am I? I know I'm fucked up, but I'm good. He shoots right past the exit. We steady riding. I didn't realize he ain't stopping at the gas station. We steady riding in the town. We get all the way to fucking Onyx. He drives straight to the strip club. I said, Black, it's 5 o'clock, bro. Come on, dog. What we doing? What we doing? About to be 5 o'clock in the morning. He said, man, I ain't trying to go see you. You want to go see? Go home. How the fuck I'm gonna get back to Rochelle, nigga? You got the keys in your pocket. I ain't finna get an Uber. That's $80,000 yes. to get back. No. So we go into Onyx. Reggie has not told my mama shit that he left the house, first off. Nobody knows nothing. We just. Reckless gone. Reggie. Reckless Reggie. We walk in the strip club. Of course, Money Mike is there. Now I'm thinking, who the fuck is in the strip club on Thanksgiving night? Every goddamn body. Everybody. It's crawling with women in there. Ain't a lot of patrons, though. We walk right in. They set us up in the same little area. We got a little table. Now, once again, Rich is like, man, come on, order some food. Order some food. Then, now, if you, people don't know this. I ain't trying to get anybody in trouble. But if you happen to know somebody who has liquor and they happen to share it with you after hours, we end up drinking some more. We getting fucked up for free. It's a lot of dope and alcohol in your system. Let me tell you what's going on, D-Lay. I'm realizing as I'm getting more fucked up that we are out of control. We are losing control. It is four girls in our section dancing. We got food. We having a good ass time. I don't know where the hookah came from. We smoking hookah. We fucked up. 
we fucked up, fucked up. I'm noticing Reggie ain't even having his phone in his hand because I text him and say, hey, man, I'm walking to the bathroom, then to the ATM. I said, how long do you want to stay in here? He ain't said shit. You know why? His fucking phone's on the table, and it's lighting the fuck up. And you know whose name is on there? Who? Shira, my mama. My mama want to know where the fuck we Blowing at. Blowing him the fuck up. I said, hey, man, come on, bro. You got to be on top of that. Get on that. Exactly what and I said. And that. So he picks the phone up, says, yeah, hey, hey. Nigga, we in the middle of the fucking strip club. Get the fuck out of here. I said, Reckless Reggie. I know exactly what question is asked. The question is, where y'all at? Can't wait to the gas station right quick. We'll be right back. Gas station is With all that noise. 12 minutes away. And you answer the phone in a club, a strip club. How far is it away? Nigga, it's an hour from getting home. But we, well, where the gas station is, it's 15 minutes from the house. If that, there and back. You just told my mama at 5.45 in the morning that we at the fucking gas station. Now it's bad. Now I'm tripping. My wife wakes up, texts me, hey, where y'all at? I oh, said, fuck. I roll Reggie on the bus. Which strip club? Throw, the, throw that nigga under there. You know what? Get under that reckless I'm Reggie. I'm not going to be in there with you. Get under that reckless yeah, me Reggie. Me and my wife just got back. You live in dangerous. You know, hey, you ain't finna fuck this up for me. I text, I said, we, we at the strip club. Reggie tripping. Yeah, your mom wants to know where they are. Yeah, throw that nigga under there. You got to get under that I told her maybe y'all went to go talk or something. I don't know, but she getting really upset. Reggie refuses to tell my mama that he's at the strip club. She calls again. Yeah, we, we coming. We the gas station filling up right now. How much gas? He, I, he's drunk. He don't care. He don't give a fuck about nobody else. I said, Reggie, we need to get the fuck up out of here. I hear in the conversation, how long you been playing ball? Oh, my gosh. This nigga didn't tell somebody to shoot. He says, nah, man, you know, shit, I just retired. So, Eddie George. You the Eddie George that played for the Oilers and for the Titans? <laughs> Reggie is telling these girls he is Eddie George and that he is a football player. They ask him for pictures. He's taking pictures. He is Eddie George. My boy Money Mike walks over. He's like, hey, man, I didn't know Eddie George was uh, your stepdad. You got to be pretty proud. <laughs> now, he's a Mexican boy. So maybe he, to, to him, he looked like Eddie George. Anybody that's never seen Eddie George know good and goddamn well that my stepdaddy ain't Eddie George. Fucking Eddie George? But who's finna argue about being Eddie George and lie <laughs> about that in this day and age with phones and cameras and shit? Right. Now, people are coming over because he done told them it's Eddie George. And this other Armenian dude comes over with Money Mike. Oh, man, Eddie George, man, I loved you when he was rushing. He's like, shit, yeah, you know, did what I did. You know, ran the ball, did what I did. He did his lie. Reggie's lying to my mama. He's lying to everybody else. He is now Eddie George. I text Courtney. I said, Reggie done lied and told all these hoes in here that he's Eddie George. <laughs> she is dying. She said, the Hall of Famer? I said, yes. She starts sending me pictures of Eddie George and Reggie to show that we don't look, they don't look nothing alike. Nothing. We dying. Now we laughing. My mama calls again. Then she calls my phone because Reggie didn't answer the phone. You know what she says? Where are you? Now my mama know good and well. I can't lie and act like I didn't no. have my phone. She texts me. Again. Go him under there. Where are you? Get him under there. I said, shit. This nigga done got me in position. I said, we got to go. He said, let me take a couple more pictures and I'm going to sign an autograph. Oh, this yeah. nigga's doing the most. This nigga now is signing a titty with a Sharpie. Eddie George. God bless. Eddie George. Everything. Napkins. God bless. Eddie George. Number 27. Eddie George. George. He taking pictures with everybody. Niggas is believing it. You got one person who's a diehard Eddie George fan. <laughs> fucking DJ. Because they come up to the fucking DJ while I'm in the DJ booth. And the girl says, hey, uh, Eddie George wants a shout out in here. 
He says, Eddie George ain't here. Who the fuck talking about Eddie George? DJ, DJ, listen, DJ Goldie says, ain't no Eddie George. Who the fuck said they Eddie George? <laughs> so she points the nigga over there with the polo shirt and the button up. So that nigga ain't no fucking Eddie George. So the waitress is looking at me. I'm dying. She said, what the fuck? Eddie George 6'6". Six, six. How the fuck? He ain't Eddie Man. George. So now he's mad that this nigga is saying he Eddie George. And he with me. Other stripper comes over. Is his daddy. I said, man, my daddy did. <laughs> I don't know who this nigga is. Said, your boy Mike put a nigga in my section. I don't know who this nigga is. Now he confront. Now he trying to go tell Mike that he not Eddie George. I'm trying to get Reggie to fuck Get out, out of there. Me. So Reggie, I grabbed him. I said, come on, man. We got to go. We got to go right now. I said, all right. We walking out. Mike grabs my hand. He was like, man, what's going on? They're telling me some weird stuff that that's not Eddie George. <laughs> Eddie George is your stepdaddy? I said, no, that is Eddie George. <laughs> I said, and his wife is going to find out he's in. I got to get him out of here. I said, he ain't putting together that his wife is my mama. Right. I say his wife. She's all right, man, cool. My mama is now blowing up my phone nonstop. I said, what's up, mama? She says, where are you? I said, we leaving the gas station. <laughs> So we driving 90 miles an hour for 45 minutes. My mama's calling. She's calling both our phones. We steady saying we at the gas station because I'm fucked up, fucked up. Right. Finally, we said we ain't answering the phone no more. We're just going to get to the house. The sun is coming up. Out of nowhere, we hear, sir, are you okay? We don't know where the fuck this coming from. We looking out the window. Sir, pull the car over and let us know you're okay. Your wife is worried. My mama didn't call OnStar. OnStar done came on, owned the car. The whole car is talking to us. She says, where the fuck are y'all at? And we are one light away. One well, mama, two lights away. We at, we at 518. So really three big lights. It's like 15 minutes, but we not far, but we still far right. from being at the house. Ready said, shit. We at the gas station. <laughs> still on that fucking gas station. We laughing. We laughing like a motherfucker. My mama's... No, the fuck you not. You know where they are? They're off 518. I don't watch you fucking drive from fucking strip club. I've been GPSing y'all whole route. Both of y'all ain't shit, and y'all can kiss my fucking ass. We drive to the house, dying laughing. We walk in, the kids is playing. V comes downstairs from with the little chick. My wife looking at me. I see her. My mama, my mama's pissed. Reggie walks over there, gives my mama a kiss on the cheek. She says, no, nah, motherfucker, y'all ain't shit. Leave us here all goddamn night with y'all out in the streets and lying and shit. Y'all ain't shit. Go take a bath. You smell like fucking smoke. I see my mama. My mama don't fully see me yet. And she turns and looks me dead in the eye and I say to her, Did you miss me? God damn it, man. Took them around the world and dropped, dropped their ass, ass off. Happy Thanksgiving.